It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Uh, So before we get to it, it is the top of the hour, and I'd like to remind everybody that at the top of the 12 o'clock hour, it is brought to you by... i got to find my ad read here. Colleague Racing, your Northeast Ohio NASCAR team. It's one line. I couldn't remember it. And you guys, I want to talk about, you guys were talking about going all in. Yes. Well, if I'm ever going to bet and bet all in, I'm betting with BetJack. If I can find BetJack on the TV. All right. The time is now, Ohio sports fans. Sports sports betting is live. Download the BetJack app today so you'll be ready to go all in on the action. BetJack, Ohio Sportsbook. And our first guest of the day, as always, is brought to us by Lincoln Electric. The greatest electric makers in all the world, who I found out yesterday, doesn't actually make electricity. What are they? Steve, Director Steve, what do they do again? Welding. They do welding. welding. Lincoln Electric does welding. You thought they wow. Why aren't they Lincoln Welding? I, I, the, the ad read they sent us, and uh, shout out Lincoln Electric. We love you guys. Electric Seriously, the greatest electricity in the, the world. There's a thing called government regulations. You just can't get your you own power plant. Electricity? <laughs> what is the matter with you? The, the line said Lincoln Electricity. <laughs> no, I thought. Hiring for a great job. No, I assume no, what, what Lincoln, I electric, Lincoln Electric was, was their electric. An electric company. Right. No, I, no, no, an electric company. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like that's, that's An electric like, company. You think they're bold tomorrow and say, you know what? I want to be an electric company. No, I thought they did electric, like commercial. I'd buy Bulls electricity. (laughs) You wouldn't? They made electricity. Who would? Curtis, would you buy Bulls electricity? He walks in the room. He brings sparks. Throw Curtis in. Curtis Danberg is walking in like, what the hell is going on? Curtis, great to see you. Great to see you. Do do I have this correct? Guardians Vice President of Communications. Yeah. Congratulations on that title. Is back there? We don't have your mic plugged in yet. By the way, oh, Kurt, you can't hear Curtis? Kurt Curtis doesn't have his mic plugged in. Yeah, see, this is why I go out and do it. Can we get Lincoln Electric out here to pull us together? Come on, Earl, man. I trust you for one day. Something just happened with IFB, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah. We're working on it. Hold on. Does Curtis have his mic on? No. Yes, it's on. It's on. Oh, okay. He was just supposed to plug into the box. You don't get this kind of experience when you're guest on ESPN. Okay? Yeah. Next level. <laughs> Curtis, speaking of electric, did you watch the, the Japanese-Mexico uh, game yesterday? That, that pitcher was awesome. Yeah. That pitcher, what's his name? I can't forget his name. Yeah, I can't pronounce his name. Saki? Yes. Yeah. Wow. He is. I can't wait till he comes to the big leagues. Oh, my over 100. God. He's the best pitcher in the world not in Major League Baseball right now. You and don't said he's like six years you. away that he can come oh, yeah. over. I know. He's that? really young. He's only yeah, 21. He's 21. Yeah, yeah. He's six years away from when he can I know. Major League Baseball. Yeah. You never see that. Like, you wonder in America if they'll try to make him a reliever. Because usually guys that throw that hard, they try well, to push him to the pen. Yeah, the fear is if you throw that many pitches that hard, right. you're, you're going to wear the brake pads. That's I think he threw, like, go. 18 pitches in a row that were, like, 101. It was, it the WBC has been awesome. It has been. You know, I've been right. I'm in this, gr- this group chat of guys that I've, for years would play fantasy baseball and, like, 
There's a couple of guys in there like they were pissed that Edwin Diaz got hurt. They're pissed that Altuve got hurt. And they're like, well, they should have this at the end of the year. And so I, since I'm such a baseball nerd, went to my spreadsheets and I said, there are 111 players as of yesterday who are expected to start the season on the injured list. And only two of them got hurt at the World Baseball Classic. Now, some of them were hurt last year, but there's like 60 guys that have been hurt in spring training that are going to miss time. Whenever you play it, that's the risk. It's the small risk. I think it's been by far the best WBC, Curtis. It's been a lot of fun. It's been the most... uh, It's been captivating. We've been more interested in this one. The ratings have been better. Uh, I'm I'm a little different than Bull on that. If... I know the Guardians have some players that are... Do they have any that are still left? No. 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 They did have some that were playing. um, Which is fine for us. Yeah, you're happy. Bring them home. Yeah, just get them (laughs) home. But you guys get, and every team gets how important this is to the sport, in the big picture. The players love it. The players love it. We talked earlier, and I read this in Bullhead, too. Uh, I saw this online. Tonight's championship game between USA and Japan is likely to become the most watched baseball game in the history of the televised sport which is amazing ever yeah wow. that's because japan in japan i believe the households for, were 65 million now now japan japan is nowhere near our population right right but percentage wise from a share a tv share standpoint that's 140 percent of what the super bowl does here in the united states damn that's it's, unbelievable and it's and, and this game's going to be even bigger the few people that weren't watching the WBC last night against Mexico will likely be watching tonight. Right. So, it's at 7 o'clock tonight. What time is that in Japan? Is that primetime Japan? No. Are they 13 well? hours different? I have no uh, idea. It, so Give me one second. I'll look. The Philippines okay. is 12. I'm guessing it's like 11. So it's 7 in the morning. Yeah. Well, when we used to – I remember when during the – They don't care. They don't care. They'll, They'll be get up. By the way, I, I'm such a – I said this to you. Even you didn't go this far, but I'm such a big baseball fan that – when COVID first started and everything was shut down, I was watching. I was watching I Green League baseball. Yeah, I, 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 at six of the, the games now, were at like six in the morning. Five I peeked in, in on it, and after yeah. a little bit of it, I'm like, yeah, I can't. Okay, I can't. For the record, baseball, Korean League is probably the third best league, right after it Japan. was. It was there was a big drop off from what I expected. Yeah, I, felt I mean, like the I was, Japanese league baseball. is really good. But you know it what? Yeah. I I wanted to ask you. I didn't know if you know it was because you had left on the Wednesday that I was there in Arizona. Um, or no, it was the Friday. They they went to Mil, uh, to Phoenix to play the Brewers. Correct, Maryvale. Yes, there was a game. There were two games going on on two of the fields at Goodyear. I felt like I was watching a high school game in the DR. What? Who was I watching? They were all extremely young prospects, all in the Guardians organization. They looked to be between eighteen and twenty. Um, was I, it? That's just minor league camp. And it's just, it's all all Indians or Guardians prospects. Uh, That was phenomenal baseball. I watched, there were two games going on. Most of them will be in the Arizona Summer League. They'll stay at the complex and play a league out there in Arizona. And you guys have living facilities there now on the campus, which is great. Right across the street. Right across the street from the fields. But I got to tell you, uh, it, it felt like I was looking at a high school game because the players were all, none of them had their man bodies. They all looked like kids. Right. But the quality, you, there was a shortstop that must have been throwing the ball to first base 95 miles an hour. And a lot of those kids, we just had their high school graduation. I saw yeah, that. was uh, awesome. Over the weekend, you guys and Oscar, that was Oscar awesome. Gonzalez was yeah. the one that got, got his high school diploma yeah. yesterday. 
Curtis, let cool. me let me get into um, the the rule changes because obviously this has been a big thing. The games are down on average. I want to say twenty five minutes. Twenty five minutes. They just announced uh, a lot right. of those stats today. I, I did read uh, last night. Uh, I think it was Evan Drylick from MLB was saying that they may be doing some tweaking, potentially that the players. It seems like the thing where the the batter has to acknowledge the pitcher. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they probably need issues to there. That. Yeah, I don't understand why that exists in the first yeah. place. But I love, I, I never, listen, I got to admit, I, you know, I've been very critical of Rob Manfred at times, and I never thought as an old school baseball fan that I would like, I like every new rule. I love the pitch clock. I think it's better for the game to be quicker. The players are going to have to adjust. I, I love the extra inning rule with the play. I, I, I love all the rules. Do you, what, do, what do you think? I, I'm a huge fan. It's, yeah. it's really a game changer for our game. Yes. Uh, we're going to be able to attract more fans. I mean, just. You get exposed to the new rules, and then we played an exhibition game against Mexico. Yeah, Jay was saying the same thing. We were there, and it's like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. Why is this so long? And then right. even watching the when, WBC when, when games. they were in the field. Yes. Because their pitchers Correct. were not, you know, they weren't in that groove yet. But, but you're the watching Guardians these WBC were. games, and the pace is like, oh, let's go. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's stunning that already we've noticed a huge difference. To the folks that haven't watched spring training games and you're going to start watching games once the regular season begins, you're going to notice it immediately. There were a couple of things I wanted to ask you about to see if there's been any movement on them. Carl and Tito, Carl Willis and Tito both were talking about something that was an unintended consequence of, of, a consequence of the disengagement rule. So the disengagement rule is only twice during an at-bat can a pitcher disengage from the rubber. Typically, one a disengagement is if you step off to throw to the first base what they've already found is teams are taking major advantage of that and once you've used those two disengagements Tito and Carl both were telling me that they saw guys that were dancing daring the pitcher because we're conditioned as pitchers when the first first baseman says step off when the when the runner gets too far off the bag you step off you do that now it's a balk he gets the bag automatically now you can throw over but if you don't get him he automatically gets the bag Tito had said that Theo Epstein had reached out to talk to the general managers to kind of gauge what the thinking was there. And Tito said, I think there's going to be enough pushback where they might make a change to that even before the season starts. Any development on that? Or I've not heard waiting? that. And I mean, I think these are exhibition games. So I don't think people are going to push the envelope until the regular season. So right. I don't think we, we've even tipped the iceberg on this. Yeah, I think that's going to be something. But I don't know. You know what? I think more stolen bases is good for the game. No, but that's and not what it is. they've seen numbers up, even yeah. in spring training yes. compared to last but year. But that's not what it is. Carl and Tito both used the same term. They said that's gimmicking the game up. Yeah. It, All right, that's so fair. what? What? What is? It, I, I told Tito. I said, well, what I would do is I would just hold that second disengagement in my pocket. I would never throw right. away. Why two are times. guys doing right. that? I would, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I would wait on that second one. And I would hold it. But so that never becomes an issue. And that will also speed up the game because if guys are, you know, how many times do you see three, you four, five, first? six times? Yeah. If you, that's the great thing. Not only is it cutting 25 minutes off the game, it's, it's not like, well, if you cut the game down to seven innings, you can cut 25 minutes off the game. This is cutting out 25 useless minutes of the yeah. game. Yes. And that's right. key. That's the key to Guys it. are getting home 25 minutes earlier. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think it's huge. And I love, I, I think one thing is interesting with the shift. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You see uh, that? Well, the Joey Gallo thing. Have you seen the Joey Gallo? Well, the, yeah, the outfielders. Yes. Yeah. Shifting. So that's going to be that's, interesting. But Joey Gallo is extreme. Is extreme. He's, like Jose can hit the ball to left field. But the batting average is up nearly 20%. And that's 20 points. And yeah. that's exactly what they wanted. Right. They want have more it. balls in play. Well, yeah. and I Jose think, Ramirez. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think, and I, I think that especially lefties, because if you look at the numbers, I saw the numbers, I can't remember the exact years, but it was something like there was the, the batting average on balls in play from lefties and righties. And it was for the, for over a 20 year span and lefties just plummeted way more than righties. So, I think these rules, because there's more overshifting for lefties. Lefties tend to pull a little more anyway. I think this rule is really, I think we're going to see left-handed hitters batting average skyrocket, yeah. especially a player well, like more Jose. offense in shorter games is exactly what That's the doctor wins. ordered. That's a win. So, hey, here's well, the big question. I, well, you, I was going to get to it. I'm like, we talk about shifts yeah. and batting. Yeah. And we ain't going to see these dudes on TV or what? Yeah, how are, we gonna yeah. 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 how are we going to watch? How are we going to Explain to the average fan that might not have been following What's going on with some of these broadcast companies? Where are we now? Because when I last spoke with you, it was a little unnerving because it wasn't just you. It was the it was your bosses that were also telling me, we don't know. And I'm like, and it's half the teams in the it's league. It's getting late. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of moving parts yeah. uh, with bankruptcy and things like that. I think rest assured, we will be on TV. For uh, sure. For sure. All 162 or all well, the we'll, sk- normally We scheduled. will be on TV. Yeah. Um, Where to rest be. assured, one way or the other. Right. Uh, but it's looking like we will start the season on Valley Sports Great Lakes, and we'll see how things play out. Is there any chance that you guys, down the line, would have to create your own content or, or be your own platform? Maybe? All I'll yeah. say is we'll be on TV. Yeah. One way or the other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, the commissioner, the commissioner Curtis, uh, he, when he did a pre- I was watching his press conference in Arizona a couple of weeks yeah. ago, whenever it was, and he talked about the fact that, and, and he's right, one of the biggest problems with baseball is games getting blacked out. It's, you know, maddening. The accessibility is not where it should be. This has to change. I wonder, do you think this situation is going to lead to eventually be baseball being more accessible? I think that's the hope. Yeah, it has um, to. we recognize that that's an issue. And yeah. I think that's one of the the opportunities here is we're working through this is, yeah. is increasing the reach and distribution. So is there a possibility that the uh, that the deal just that we operated off of last year stays in place for the entire season, or are they going to try to fix this thing as the season's going along? Again, it's once you get into bankruptcy court and I'm not a lawyer, um, but there's a lot of uh, things that have to play through. So it's hard to pinpoint on this date or this date or this date. Uh, it could be a moving target uh, as we proceed here. How right. does that affect your, your 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 day-to-day expenses and revenue, like payroll? Like, you know, when you're a medium team, that, those dollars are, are very pivotal in order to carry And they've missed payments, payments, right? Yeah, and that's that's where there's some concern. So, I mean, we've, we've proceeded. It's business as usual from the standpoint of we're paying the players. <laughs> we have our budget set for the year um, with potentially revenue not coming in. So, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Wow. Again, you know, what's... Another dramatic... I mean, think of what we've yeah. endured well, over COVID, the past three years. But, yeah. but what I hate most about this, Curtis, is the teams with the geographic advantage, and we know who those are, all the coastal teams, the major population centers, it's going to be another advantage that they have because, you know, the Yes Network, they're not they're worried about this in New York. 
They're not worried about this in Los Angeles, where they've got huge local deals in place. It's the middle of America teams, the Detroits, the Cleveland, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Milwaukee's. This is going to be another hurdle to their success. And I, I, I worry about the long-term health of the game because if those, you're only as healthy as your weakest segment of teams. And right now there are some haves and have-nots, and I don't think it's ever been greater the difference between the two. And the commissioner's talked about this too. Yeah. I mean, competitive balance is a very important thing. So distribution, competitive balance, I mean, we're, they're taking in a, keep an eye on all that because it's important for the game. I read yesterday that when the commissioner talks, that you know they're expected to extend Goodell, and they were talking about his accomplishments. He's going to get a three, a new three-year deal. It'll be his fourth. He's got a hundred billion dollars in national television <laughs> Billion guys. His accomplishments kind of funny. It's monopoly money. It goes yeah. under his name yeah, sure. because it's happened in his tenure. under his watch. They yep. said that the, the last franchise sale before he took over in September of 06 went for $600 million in the NFL. Okay, that was 2006, not even 20 years ago. The most recent sale under his watch went for $4.5 yeah. billion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's stunning yeah, so it, it, where, yeah. where mean, the game is gone. More shared revenue would probably be good, would certainly be good for the game. Uh, Kurt, what about, the, what about the broadcasters? Do we know, like, are the Guardians... Are Rick and, and, and yeah. Matt going to be on the on the broadcast? What about no the pregame and postgame shows? Will those everything's in play? I mean, as yeah. we sit here today, everything's we're all systems go for opening day. Oh, great! Well, yeah. well, that see, that's the great thing about it. See, if you can't watch it on TV, then there's an option. You can just go to the games. What <laughs> what new stuff do you got going on at the, at the park this year that fans could be? I'm excited about. Well, the biggest news of the day is we sold out opening day. Yeah. We announced yes. it this morning. Congratulations! We're excited so about that. 29th and second year. Obviously, we we pulled 2020 out of there. We right. didn't have any fans, um, so that was big news of the day. But the also cool new. Uh, we're going to throw out some new kind of items and new ticket uh, packages. Uh, the biggest one today we launched is called a ballpark pass. That's awesome. So, $49 a month gets you a standing room only ticket for every game. And you can keep repeating oh, that and go at forty nine dollars. So hold when on, we sold standing rolling tickets for opening day, it's thirty nine bucks. You can go to any game as ballpark pass. It's non transferable, yeah. so it's you. You can go come to as many games as you want, and you can keep rolling that over. That's it's the forty nine dollars every month. Professional sports. I mean, it's yeah, unbelievable. I've never heard of anything. It includes average? opening day. Fourteen games a month on average. Yeah, I think the month of uh, April we have. So you're talking 13, about four dollars a game. Yeah. Steal. Uh, yeah. Let me ask this steal. though: um, Is there a limit on how many of those you'll sell? So we because do have can't... a limited amount, so you have to get them while while they're hot and available. So but we've already incredible. sold like in the first hour, we sold like three hundred. Yeah, the Guardians so remain moving. one of the best bargains in the country. I know they do of major league sports, not just baseball. Particularly it's, when you consider the quality <coughs> of the product you're getting. Yeah, high quality product, and and it's a beautiful stadium, and it's just get, a great experience. All the re, all bottom. the remodeling has been. Spot on, and more to come on a remodeling yeah. standpoint. But a couple of things: half of our games have some sort of promotion yeah. tied nice. to it. Jeez, ninety-five uh, percent of our uh, games have less than twenty dollars tickets available. So think about that. So wow. if you're looking for value, we have it. No better. There's really no reason not to no. take the family and go down to Bro. a ball game. There it, really it's, isn't. It's the more family four than pack. Ever. We've got tremendous opportunities. And again, we're going to be a little bit more aggressive and. And have a couple more. We did last year. We did the $11 upper deck Jose Ramirez right. Right, right. ticket deal. So you're going to see more of that this Good. year. And we want more people come down and support this team. I mean, 
It was electrifying in, in, it was. in October. Yeah, there's no reason to keep I, that, that I mean, momentum going. Curtis, I got so two fun. questions that we have to ask before yes. we uh, let you go. One, what has Mustard been doing this offseason? <laughs> Training to prepare to snap mustard this. I see Mustard in the gym every other day. So, I mean, I'd like to, I'd like to see him there training. every day. I just want to make sure he's in the gym in. getting mustard stuff. Mustard is the Browns of condiments, let's be honest. A question, too. I moved to Cleveland last year, went to a ton of Guardians games, and you guys are the best. But you're always at every game. Do you ever get sad that you can't listen to Tom Hamilton call a game on the radio because you're at every game? I listen to it. We have a, I can pipe it up in the okay. booth I hang out so I can yeah. watch okay. and keep an eye on Valley Sports Great Lakes. And, and yeah. when you're in the concourse walking around to get concessions or use the bathroom, there's Hammy. And we'll, right there with you. Well, you know, obviously we tweet out those special highlights, the walk-off. Yeah. He's so good. So. He's so good. Well, you know, Future Hall of Famer. for 10 years, you know, for 11 years on the radio, we could never have him on because of the stupid, <laughs> you know, rules. And so having him on the show last year, we had him on, what, three times, I think? He's a blast. It was so awesome. I he's, mean, I'm biased. Um, yeah. And he's I argue best. this with others, but he's he is the, the best. best in baseball. There's nothing He'll get like this. There really is nothing. Tell. If you're a kid of, you know, if you're somebody of our age, especially, yeah, growing like just being a kid. I didn't watch a lot of games on TV. I listened to games on the radio, yeah. and you had all these iconic voices, and it's just something special to this day. Yep. I think baseball on the radio is still special. There's a romance to it. That yeah, the other sports. We've been don't lucky have. in our. I mean, Jimmy Dudley. You know, oh my God! Obviously, oh, Herb Score. Herb I mean, Score. Joe Tate. Joe Tate games. did games yeah. for yeah. years. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> Joe was great. You're great. Thank you for taking time for us. Hey, great to be here. Thank you. I can't wait for the start of the season. Yeah, we're all jazzed about it. We cannot wait. Got to stay up late the first week there on the West Coast. And I know I talked to you about this when we were in Goodyear, but we we made some relationships with some of the guys who we really enjoy having on. And uh, we'd like to have them come on and sort of be regulars with us, take us through the season as an experience. Phenomenal group. Sort of a diary. Curtis, and I'll say this, it is absolutely unequaled in my 35 years of covering sports i have never seen a professional sports team with the quality of character guys that this team has assembled yep it's obviously a talented group but one after another comes in and they're more impressive than the previous josh bell blew me away musical choices i wanted to know the music that he (laughs) listens to Barry White, if my dad's picking. Yeah. And Yanni, if my mom's picking. Oh my God. You didn't see that coming, did you? I, no. I almost fell out I of my chair. Either. I said 80% of your teammates don't know who Yanni is. No. He goes, probably 100%. 80%. It's, it's crazy. Well, and it starts from the top, right? Because you got Tito leading the way. And their leader as a player is Jose, who's yeah. a great personality. It's, a special, it's just an special incredible. Culture. It really is. Incredibly run organization. Cannot wait. Thank you, guys. We're lucky to have you guys. Next Thursday. Yeah, get out and support this team. I, I for one, cannot wait to wear my Austin Hedges jersey, even though he's not here anymore. God. Uh, He's not with Austin Hedges. He's a doppelganger. Just keep the shirt on and not off. Like, uh, yeah. 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 Please. I wear my Santana. Curtis, uh, Curtis. good luck this year. Thank you. Uh, Go slay it. The great Curtis Danberg, the uh, vice president, or as I call him, Veep, (laughs) of the uh, Guardians communications team. All right, great. Uh, and we're going to stay with the Guardians, right? We're going to yes. stay with the Guardians, but I'm also here to remind you that the 12 o'clock lunch hour is sponsored by Calder Racing. That's right. Calder Racing, your Northeast Ohio NASCAR team. And, gee, and, and we got to talk some memberships, uh, man. Listen, come on, memberships, man. We got to get you guys in here. The chat is on fire nowadays. The emojis are, are going crazy. Everybody got their favorites. And, of course, the Bush has the new emoji out $1.99 for the starter sale uh, loyalty badges custom emojis member only community post that's the, the regular tier and then let's get to the top of the food shelf 
You know what I mean? We, we definitely got to get the coaches tier four 99. You get everything that you get in the dollar in the dollar 99 tier. Plus you open up the discount codes and you get the overtime videos and member shout out. So we're and definitely going to text with Jason Lloyd. Who yeah, doesn't want to text with Jason Lloyd? Game. And by the way, I was supposed to remind you, we do have a super chat that we do have to get to. Oh, from yes, yesterday. Oh, they have a super chat. Yesterday, good memory. Donnie M sent us a super chat yesterday. Donnie M, I apologize for not getting that on. We got busy. I got lost in translation, uh, but he wanted to know about DJ Shark. What do we think the Browns that they signed him? You said Renfro over Shark. Yes. Uh, I said I'd take Shark. him. We take him if, I think we'd I, all take him if yeah, he was. If, if he's, he's on the board, my, I'd take him. I'd rather have Renfro or Hardman over Shark. For me. And, you know, both. Oh, really? I yes. would, mine is Shark, Renfro. You saying Shark over Renfro now? Yeah. Well, I've always said that. I've always said that. Uh, I love I love Renfro. I'm just making the case for Renfro. But I've always said I want I like the speed factor with Chark. I would I would much rather have him. But he's I, my number one. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to get him. But I I think Hunter Renfro is a solid number two, and DeAndre Hopkins is a number three for me. My my okay. number one, Jason Lloyd, coming no? live oh, good from spring one. training. Although the annoying thing about is talk- he on? He should be, Jason. <laughs> there he is. The annoying, is. But the annoying thing about talk- texting with Jason is you get the green. Jason has an iPhone. Yeah, Jason has true. an iPhone. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Jason, Steve Becker had. I was like, you used to, you no. used to not have an iPhone, right? You switched. I used, I, I converted uh, to iPhoneism probably about four or five years ago. Yeah, well, welcome case. to the family. Hey, Sorry. Jason. Um, I just, I, we'll get to the Guardian stuff in a second. I've been dying to talk mm-hmm. to you because I want to know, has Albert Bell happened yet? Yes, I spent an hour with him. And uh, hope, hopefully we have more to come. Uh, hopefully that wasn't our last encounter. How did um, it go? I'm coming back. It was good. He, he was, I told him 18 minutes in, I looked at the recorder and I said, you smiled more in the first 18 minutes than I saw you smile your entire career. Really? And he said, I've gone from, he said, I've gone from a grizzly bear to a teddy bear. And he's a, <laughs> uh, he's a girl dad. He's a girl dad. He's all about soccer now. His all play soccer. None of them play baseball, softball. They all play soccer. He wants to get certified to be a, a club coach for soccer. Uh, he is all in on soccer. So we had we had a good chat. Um, I'll tell you the one. I, so the Vina story is great, and he and I did not record it because. So this is like my ADD kicking in. I stopped at Best Buy literally on my way to meet with him and bought like. $700 worth of camera equipment. And I got there and I'm like, listen, I just bought this stuff. I'd love to record this, but you know, I didn't tell you ahead of time. So, and he's like, yeah, I don't want to record. I'm not really dressed for it. So I probably should have planned that out a little bit better. So there's no video recording of it, but I do. I mean, I audio recorded the whole thing. And what I'd like to do is just splice up the Venia stuff and give it to you guys to play. Um, to, to his retelling yes. of the Venia story was hilarious. Is it worth like, and the only thing that, it? No, right no, 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 well, no, don't, don't ruin it. Producer McNuggets is kicking in. Don't ruin it, Jason. Jay, we'll, we'll tell you out there, but don't ruin <laughs> Give it. Give me a nugget. Give me something from it. Does he regret it? Um, no. Yeah. Okay. So he's not completely dead. regret it at all. So what makes you? No, and, and he, he holds a lot of grudges. Like even still, he holds like all these years later, he still, there's his people that he does not like. Um, and, and I'll get into that in story in that. Um, but the one topic that he totally shut down on and would not talk about the bat was the cork bat. He, he would not talk about it. 
And I told him, because I hope so. I'm coming home. I'm on a red eye tonight. I'll be home in the morning. I'll be with you guys on Thursday. And then I'm leaving Sunday and coming right back out here. I don't know if I told Steve that. Hey, Steve, I'm not going to be here next week. <laughs> I, I got to go back. I'm coming right back out here for the NFL owners meetings. So I told him I would like to sit with him again. And so here's the one cool thing that I'll tell you guys that I'm trying to do with him. The, the note cards are legendary, right? Like he, he kept these meticulous yeah. notes on pitchers, on everybody, on umpires, on everybody. And I said, I would love, I said, do you still have those? He goes, yeah, they're in my garage somewhere. No I way. said, I would love, yeah. I said, I would love, if you can dig those out, I would love to see those and go over those with you. So I'm hoping that when I come back out here next week, maybe we could sit down and maybe we can record that. And he'll, and he'll let me video that of him going over the note cards. And I'll tell you one funny one from him. Uh, he, on the list of people he really didn't like and still doesn't like was John Hirschbeck, the old longtime AL umpire who obviously had a big run in with Robbie Alomar. And he said, Hirschbeck and Angel Hernandez were terrible. They were terrible umpires. I know Angel Hernandez and, was. Yeah, he put Hirschbeck in that category, too. He said the one day he had to move his back foot on a pitch, and Hirschbeck called it a strike. And Albert Lightning, I think he said he couldn't remember the year, and then he finally settled on 95. And he said, I'm having this historic year. He said, I snapped back and looked at John and said, come on, man, that's not a strike. He said, like, I'm making history this year. You just sit back and watch. And if it's a strike, I'll swing. <laughs> hey, you just enjoy the show. <laughs> that's funny. And, and, Believe it or not, he got run for that. <laughs> he got thrown so, so out. ran him. Yeah, what? I mean, there was some more colorful language involved, but Hirschbeck ran him for that one. He said, "What did Albert say when the when you finished with him? What did he say? Like, did he did he say he enjoyed talking to you?" Uh, I mean, he he, he actually said like it's been an hour. I'm like, all right, I'll let you oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> what we said. So he was done. He's not completely we, a teddy bear did, then. He was done. There, and there was a couple like moments where he was just like ignoring me and texting and, and what. But I mean, he was he could have been more gracious. I took an hour of his time. He could not have been more gracious. And I told him when I sat down, I said, I was scared to death of you when I was a young reporter. Like I was 1920 credential for the first time in their clubhouse. I had no idea what I was doing. The one thing I knew to do head on a swivel, stay out of Albert's way. And I said, I, I like I wanted to talk to you for 20 years. I wanted to do this. And at one point he referenced it. Like I said, how did you mellow? Like why? What finally mellowed you? And he just said time. You know, it was just time. And he made a reference to, you know, sometimes you come around 20 years later and have conversations 20 years later. So, uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot there. But I still feel like there's a lot more to get to. Um, yeah. And 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 this was funny. Last one. This was funny. I said like what are you most proud of? And he said he was most proud of turning around two teams, uh, LSU and the Indians. He said when the Indians drafted him, he told him we're going to a World Series, and they looked at him like he was crazy, and he took him to the World Series. So he's taking full credit for that. And <laughs> I, said, I said, what's your biggest regret? Now think about Albert's life. Yeah. And think about all that encompasses. His biggest regret was he took pictures with all these celebrities, and he doesn't have any of the pictures. That's his biggest regret. Not chasing the kids like, down on Halloween? F those kids. We talked about that. What did he say about that? Because that's something for the... that he's been most, most known for since his playing career ended. He said he said he scared the shit out of them. He said they, were, they egged his house, and they thought they were funny, and he 
came up on him and like blew his horn or flashed his lights or something, and he said he scared the shit out of him. They, they weren't expecting that. And Good. That, that was really all that he said on it. Yeah. By, by the way, it'd be really funny. Like next time, if you had like like an old Jim Rome moment, you know, remember when Jim you used to be relevant? Um, if you called him like, Ouch. if you called <laughs> yeah, him, no if kidding. you called him Joey Bell. And then, like, he jumped over and started kicking oh, your ass. God. Don't call me Chris. You won't call me Chris again. <laughs> that would be yeah, that'd be, that'd, be that'd be a lot of fun. That'd be a lot of fun, Bull, if that if yeah, right. came across the table. If you do that, make sure the camera's rolling. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you better by, have a video camera for that. By the way, speaking of the athletic, obviously we're all looking forward to this article. Let's give a shout-out to you, to our buddy Zach Meisel, who yep. wrote a great column this mm. morning. I don't know if you Fantastic. guys have a chance to see it. Yep. About Steve Olin, who, of course, was one of the two players killed in that boating incident years ago and well it's it's, it's 30, 30 years, 30 years ago, ago today, today. Crazy. yes uh, and and uh, a lot yeah. of it's written, a lot of it is about his son uh anyway i don't want to tell you anymore read the article from zach and the athletic because it was i was like choking up reading this article it was, it was really good it was powerful stuff. he's he worked on it for six months this has been in yeah. the works for quite a maybe not quite that long but at least three months he's really been working on this yeah so yeah. jason you've been out to a ton of spring trainings before jason i mean jay just got back and he said the vibes he could tell we're already different from what the team was at least expecting last year to what they feel they should be able to accomplish this year. Do you get kind of the same vibes being out in Arizona around the guys? Uh, I mean, they're expecting to win. Yeah, they're expecting to have success. They feel good about the about where they're at. Um, you know, I like two things can be true, right? Like spring training numbers don't matter. We know that, but at the same time, like you, we, they need the the pitching staff needs to start putting together. Quality outings. And Bieber Carl looked Willis good last. That, Bieber yeah. looked good though last time out. Bieber's terrific. Bieber's yeah. numbers. Bieber's got. I mean, again, the numbers don't matter. But yeah. you know, for reference point, his right there. Is it? Well, no, that's uh, last. That's year. last. His year. ERA the springs under two. Yeah, his yep. ERA the springs under two. He's been he's been sensational. And Plesac was great the other night. He pitched into the seventh. Uh, he was supposed to go eighty five pitches, and he was so good. Atito took him into the seventh, and he still couldn't get him to eighty five pitches. So that was a really good sign. Uh, but outside of, of Shane, the rest of the rotation has an ERA of close to seven this spring. Yeah, and again, McKenzie's not that big of a deal. Bad. Yeah, he goes today. McKenzie's, uh, the weather is kind of lousy. It's been lousy since I got here. Ooh. But they think that the, it's, it's gray and overcast today, but they think that the storms are going to keep to the north, so they should be okay. So Tristan's supposed to pitch today. Cal Quantrill hasn't been good. He missed time, obviously, for the WBC and uh, he got hit hard there. He didn't even mm-hmm. make it out of the first inning, lone start for Canada. And so he was kind of wearing it and feeling it. And he came to Tito City, came to him, I don't know, yesterday, the day before. And Tito told him, would you calm down? Like, in a little bit more colorful language than that. He said, calm down. You always stink in spring training. Like, we know that. It's not a big deal. <laughs> a, a couple of years ago, when they didn't have a track record with him, it was a little bit bigger of a deal. It's not a big deal now. So no one's really concerned about him. So, but but Carl said, like, you know, this is, we're getting to the point now. This is the point in spring where you want to start seeing guys sort of hone their stuff in and start putting things together and, and, and getting a little bit deeper, getting some quality outs right. and really starting to get ready. Cause Carl said, you don't want to just try and flip a switch on, on, on opening day. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there with the starters, uh, but by and large, yeah, these guys are confident, feel like they're ready to win. Jason, any, any young guys caught your eye? Uh, Gabriel Arias has had a great camp oh, yeah. and he's going to make the team. And they talked to Tito. We just met with Tito uh, while you guys were talking to Curtis. We met with Tito this morning 
And he said they talked to Tyler Freeman and told him he's not going to make the team. So that pretty much paves the way for Gabriel Arias. That's not a surprise. Arias has had a fantastic camp. He's hit 350 this spring. Um, you know, I've kind of said it on the show before. It's it's sort of my understanding that they're looking at Jimenez and Arias as the as the future combination up the middle, second short combination. Um, you know, probably not this year, at least not now. Rosario obviously is entrenched there, but Arias and and Chris Antonetti said the other day. You know, they feel like. They can get him enough at bats to keep him sharp. They're going to move him around. Obviously, Arias played uh, first base in the in the playoffs last year. He's played a lot of second. Jimenez was gone to the WBC, so it left a lot of at bats for Freeman and and Arias. So Arias has played a lot of second. He played short yesterday in yesterday's game. They've tried him in the outfield, so they're going to move him around quite a bit. Um, and and it's it's a little bit unusual to have a top prospect really that you would keep in a utility role like that, but it's just sort of the composition of where this roster is and where they're at. And like I said, Chris feels like they can keep, they can get them enough at bats. And and Chris flat out said like, you know, Freeman and Arias are a little bit too complimentary in their, in their skill set, yeah. And they would sort of cannibalize at bats from each other. And it may be hard to keep both of them, but they're confident they can keep one of them. And Arias hit 350 this spring. Tyler Freeman didn't have a very good camp, only hit about 160. And, and again, Tito said it's not really all about the numbers, but Tyler even told us he didn't have a lot of great at-bats. He didn't have a very good spring. Uh, but they were not worried about him. Tito told him, go down, and, you know, we're going to see him. They, he came up last year, and Tito said, we're going to see him in Cleveland at some point. Just not going to be at the start of the year. I also think, Jason, you know, you think about it. I, I, if I'm the Guardians, I'm not playing Josh Naylor at all against lefties because he can't hit lefties at all. So that's a that's a chunk of at-bats where you can get, get it could areas. Be, yeah. I, I still think Josh is young enough. I wouldn't. I wouldn't chalk him to to a straight platoon role yet. He's only, I think, twenty six. Last year was really his first full year, and like his breakout year. So I I want to see if he can handle lefties a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And I actually I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I wanted to talk to him today, and he was walking out to hit. And I didn't really get a chance to. But I, I actually wanted to talk to him about that and about him against lefties. Yeah. Uh, I I still think he, it's he's too young to give up on. Now, obviously, he was not good, and and certain lefties, absolutely, I would sit him against. But I just, I don't know that I'd I'd be comfortable moving to it. And maybe they feel differently. Maybe he will be in a straight platoon role, right. and that's how they're going to get Arias some of those at bats. Jay, I wanted to ask about Oscar Gonzalez. I watched him closely when I was out there. I've been peeking at his numbers um, throughout the spring, and again, you, you just can't read too much into this. But it's all we have right now. Um, right, he's, right. He's struggled. What have you seen? Yeah. And and is there what kind of do you think there's any concern at all that, you know, the thing that we've talked about so much over the winter might come to fruition? And that's, you know, where he has sort of a second year slump here. Yeah, I think there's concern about that. And, and I actually asked Tito about him yesterday. And he said, like, listen, he's got like he's only got about 25 at bats this camp. And he said, so that's like five games. So it is a very small sample size, but, but Tito said like, you know, if, if he chases out of the zone, he's going to have problems. Mm -hmm. If he can, if he can get some discipline and, and not chase, cause Jay, you know, if, if he chases, that's going to be the scouting report on him and he's never going to see a strike. That's it. So he's got to learn some plate discipline. And if he, I mean, there's a lot of power in that swing. We didn't see nearly as much power as what he can get to, but he's got to stay in the zone. So, you know, Tito basically said it's up to him. And and his numbers this spring are they're they're terrible. I think he's hitting around 100 or something like it that. Is, yeah, I don't know about the off the top of my head. 
Yeah. So, but again, it is a small sample size, but with young guys like that, you know, I think the numbers matter a little bit more than they do to someone like, you know, Cal Quantrill, who Tito was joking with, you stink every year, we don't care. But it does matter a little bit more with somebody like Oscar. So, yeah, you know, I think that there is there. I don't know if it's if it's concern or if it's just unsure of of what they really have there. But I do feel like I think that they feel good about if Oscar does need to go back to Columbus, if he's not ready, you know, they feel really good about Will Brennan. He can step in. Uh, obviously, they played Arias a little bit in the outfield. He's a natural middle infielder. Those guys you can put pretty much anywhere and they'll figure it out. So they feel like they've got backup options in place. Oscar's certainly going to get the first chance. And then if it doesn't work with him, they feel like they've got other they've got other guys that, that can slide in there. Jason, let's talk about the backup catcher spot. I think a lot of – I think I, my assumption had been they would go with uh, – what's his name? Lavastida. La I can't remember how to pronounce his name. And they just yeah, sent La him down – they just sent him down to the minors. Cam Gallagher, who's a veteran journeyman, yeah. is he going to be the backup? Yeah, it's going to be Gallagher. He was the backup at Kansas City, the backup to Salvi Perez. He's a veteran. Yeah, um, you know, knows how to call the game. Knows how to, yeah, knows how to handle the staff. So I just think that they like the veteran experience. They hope that Zunino plays. You know, he looks healthy, and he plays. You know, four or five days a week, and and there's and it and someone like Gallagher is, can be in that veteran role. Did you get a chance to talk to Zanino about working with this staff? Because the time I spent with him, he, he was very confident that he already has a really good working knowledge of what everybody has. He doesn't think there's going to be a missed beat at all there. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't hardly see him in the clubhouse. Um, you know, I was wrapped up Friday with Albert, so I wasn't here. And then uh, the last few days... He just I, I was I was really anxious to see Josh Bell too, and he didn't come in the clubhouse once the whole time that I was that I was in there. So right. I didn't I saw Zanino one time and I think I was talking to Polisak and by the time I turned around to get over to him, he was gone. So I didn't get a chance to talk to Mike while I was here. Yeah, I I got a sense that he's uh he's really comfortable with the guys. He obviously has a really good working knowledge of what they have. And uh, you know, that's always the thing that I worry most about. You know, we'll miss hedges. Um, if there's not that same rapport between the staff and, and Zanino. But he doesn't think that's going to be a concern at all. He likes all the guys. He likes their stuff. He has a good working knowledge of what they feel comfortable with. And, you know, with Carl, I he's think a veteran. it makes it easy. Yeah, Mike's a veteran. He's been in multiple organizations now. He's worked with a ton of pitchers. I think it's, it's second nature to him. So I understand why he probably feels that way. All right, Jason, have a good flight back. All right. Buddy. Yep, great seeing you. I can't well, wait to see, hear right, more see about this Thursday. Albert Bell thing, man. That's awesome. All right. I'll see all you guys right. on Thursday. Later, <laughs> Jason. Not surprised that Albert still holds grudges. Uh, he was good at that when he was younger. He, yeah. He, he held on to things. Um, it was funny. He, he, Jason said, you know, we've seen, seen you smile more in the last eight, 18 minutes than I did your entire career. Uh, I had a veteran tell me, well, he's a retired player, very similar uh, mindset told me I said why the change and he said <laughs> diminished testosterone it changed <laughs> the way I look at everything I was I was angry and hated everybody when I was young and now I realize how crazy and stupid that was maybe that's <laughs> Albert too I can't wait to see more uh, and hear more about that happens to the best of us he's gone soft you should it's good to hate what's <laughs> up Anthony uh, I just want to remind you're you guys soft one day lunch hour well. sponsored by colleague racing colleague racing your northeast Ohio team what kind of team NASCAR team. Nice. Yeah. Uh, there's a, by the way, there's a, uh, it, I think it's men's, men's Fitness did a big uh, expose on Matt Colleague. 
Nice. So, uh, I mean, they've, and, and they're on their website, they have a video link. So they've also do like a little video expose too, but they wrote a nice piece on, on uh, Matt colleague and he's, uh, he's, his national profile is rising significantly with the NASCAR and the guardians ownership. I and had, us. I had, and with us, I had the colleague racing hat on. I was in Northeast factory direct and they do said, you know, Matt, you know, Matt colleague. I said, uh, yeah, I sure do. He uh, sponsors our show. He's I'm expecting him to be like a NASCAR fan. He said, you know what? Dick, he does so much good work in the community. That's what that's really what he's known. for. I was like, that's crazy. He's like, yeah, he's I, you know, he does so much good work in the community. He rattled off like seven different things that he does that people don't even really know about just just from benefits to just dip things in. He sat there and talked to me for about 15 minutes just on just what he's doing of, in the community. Of all the things that he does, uh, and I'm familiar with a lot of them because we do a feature together highlighting a lot of the giving that he does, but he and his wife, Lisa, had a very difficult time becoming parents. So they went to uh, an in vitro place in Akron that guarantees you're going to have a baby. They guarantee it. And, and you know they, they're just going to keep doing it until, until, until they have it. And it was so special to them because they obviously have a daughter now um, that wouldn't otherwise exist that he and his wife pay for and it is not cheap oh one couple a quarter so four times a year and they've done that for four years and we recently just had a reunion where all of these babies and I, that would I, not exist if it I weren't for Matt it. and Lisa. It is expensive. It is extremely expensive. And Matt and Lisa write that check every quarter to a new family. And I was in the room with all these parents and children. And I don't know that I'd ever felt the kind of energy and love that I felt in a, a single room that, than that one. And um, that's just one of many things that he does. Incredible guy. Absolutely incredible. Couple, family, the whole deal. Um, okay. NCAA tournament. This well, is before in your that, the Cavs, right? The Cavs. Oh, we want we want to do Cavs. Yeah, not yeah the we're gonna, we're going to preview the Cavs Nets tonight. We'll, Cavs okay. Nets. we'll hold the Mobley part. Here's of the right. news. Cavs Only Nets. twenty okay. days till the regular season is over. My God. Yeah, it's dragging. Oh, this, I mean, this is the last few weeks of the NBA season is painful. Yeah, get me to April. Man. No, you disagree. I think the middle. I think the last twenty days is a little more exciting than the middle. What's exciting? The West. The, well, the, the, the West is wild, West. wild West. The there playing games. Be, between, who cares about the playing games? These teams have no, no chance. No, no. The, the difference West, they between do. the yeah. four and the 13 is like three games. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. That's insane. I, I love LeBron coming back for the playing the Lakers game. The Lakers are probably going to make the playoffs. The, either one seed Nuggets or two seed Grizzlies or Suns or whoever. You never want to sleep on the Warriors. They're going to be in playing. They'll be a playing speaking team. They will say, too. Speaking of change of rules, I, I love the playing stuff that the NBA did. I'd hate it if I was a one seed, I think but I think sucks. it's fun for the I think it sucks because maybe the West this year is an example. But for the most part, those teams have no chance to win. So what's the point of putting them in? That's fair. No, they don't. But well, I mean, well, well, it's a progression. Like right, right now, we're looking at the, at the Cavs, right? Yeah. Last year, they were on the fringes, and so they they looked like they were hitting on their strides, and they didn't really make the playoffs. However, that gave them the gumption to say, "All right, well, we're we're close. Let's go out and look at a trade for Donovan Mitchell." Well, they get, and the at. experience. If you only yeah. took four, those bottom four are never going to know what it's like to make the playoffs. Yeah. Were they were they the eight seed or nine seed last year? The Cavs. 
They were the seven, so, I thought. They were the seven and, and the lost to the Hawks and then lost yeah. to the They lost Brooklyn. both of their playing both. games. Okay, yeah. so they would have made the playoffs if there was no All they play. had to do oh, was win one. one. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. Just, well, but they, if we still had the eight teams and the Cavs would have actually – that would have been better for the Cavs had there much been the traditional yeah, much playoff better. system. Yeah, but Instead, you got this stupid one-game playoff with a 9 and 10 seed that have no chance of winning. So what's the point? Well, Brooklyn last year – Get the experience. Brooklyn last year had enough But what experience? We can say the Cavs had no experience. You tell me that – are you going to sleep? on the Warriors and say they have no chance out nah. west? I'm not. Unless they're the Warriors or the Lakers. Or the Lakers. Yeah. Either one. Right now, neither. Right Potentially now, ne- both. Okay, right now, neither would be in the play-in. So, at this moment. No, they're the uh, Lakers technically the 13 or the, the 11 Warriors right are the 16 yeah, and, and the Lakers the 11. So, neither would be in the play-in at the moment. No, I know. But what I'm saying is you, if you're going to dismiss the bottom half of the, you know, the playoffs, like the 7, I'm six, seven saying eight, the play-in teams have generally, we'll see if the Lakers get in, although I don't think they have any chance to win. I wouldn't want the Lakers in the playoffs. I just wouldn't. The the team seven through ten are never winning a championship. And the Lakers are going to, I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Who's the lowest seed? Who's the lowest seed to ever? I think the Cavs might have been one of the lowest seeds to ever make the finals. Well, the eight, the Knicks made it as an eight seed in the lockout season. That was a lie. It was a weird okay. season. Yeah. Weird season. Okay. But tough they to count win. that one. Yeah. You uh-huh. never have lower one. seeds. They never win. No, so it's, it's tough. In a best of seven teams. series, the yeah. better team wins 80% of the time. Like, very rarely do you see major upsets. And if you do, it's for it's someone got hurt, over a flawed. Four. Yeah. It, the only know, one I can remember. I mean, I, I, sixes have beaten threes. Yeah, I mean, and I, mean, I think a seven beat a two. Didn't Denver once as a seven win a series? Well, I mean, Golden State Den- beat Denver Dallas beat, as an eight. Denver beat the Supersonics. And they were two. The Sonics were right, two but and Denver was barely seven. ever had, I think only one or two eights have ever won a series. Yeah, let Gold, alone Golden done State beat uh, Dallas in like 2008 uh, or nine. Uh, the We Believe Warriors. Monte Ellis, Baron Davis. Oh, my God. Oh, shut up. Oh, yep. my gosh. And I think it happened one more time. I can't So, think they play is, the Nets tonight. You like them because you think they're playing better on the road. I yeah. do, too, by the way. And I do think you've been a supporter of the Nets. I keep thinking that, you know. It's a wonky matchup with the Nets and the Cavs because what the Cavs don't do well against, the Nets have a plethora of in long athletic wings. Right. What the Nets are horrible against is exactly what the Cavs do very <coughs> well. Size. Right. Yeah. So, it's a weird matchup of – which style is going to be predominant yeah. in this game? Strength if, versus weakness. On both sides. Yeah. So if the Cavs can dictate the pace of this game, I actually really like the Cavs in this matchup. If they play down to what the Nets want them to do, which is play small, I do think it favors the Nets. But I actually like the Cavs in this matchup. By the way, well. if the Cavs go 5-1 and one on the road, <coughs> six road games left. They're not going 5-1. and one. Um, Well, they're playing all bad teams. Yeah, but my God, they've, they've been a bad road team. This well, year. but they haven't been, there's now only four games under 500. So if they go 5-1 and one on the road the rest of the season. It's if, 500. And their six, their six remaining road games are Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Atlanta, uh, Orlando, Orlando. Wait, oh, they only have five more road games. I'm sorry. They got to go. Well, yeah, because yeah, you have 41 road games and aren't they 16 and 20? Right, right, right. Yeah. So they'd have to go five. If they go five, five and zero, five and zero, then they finish, finish over with, 500 on yeah. the road. <clears throat> it is doable. Those are crappy teams. Those are all bad teams. But to think that they're going to pull off all five, and they that's are fighting a big for a playoff ass. spot though. So it's not like they're going to be yeah. punting on any of these games. But no, even if not. they go four and one and finish 20 and 22 on the road, that's not that bad considering how no. bad they were no. early. Yeah, because they were in a big hole. Yeah. By the way, uh, yeah, the Seattle Supersonics uh, lost to the Nuggets. They were a one seed and an eight an seed. Okay, I, I remember. I remember. And then Denver. the Knicks won as an eight seed. And the Knicks won. It's very shorts. rare that an eight. And wins. the lowest seed ever to win it uh, is the Rockets. Uh, was it four or five? A six. That's six. a six seed. 
Was that Hakeem? Yeah. Yeah, yes. Yep. That's the only one time they've. Ninety four, ninety five. And that and and Jordan had to leave the sport for that to happen. Yeah. That was yeah. Yeah. So otherwise, very rarely happens. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Uh, I like the Cavs tonight too. Everybody agrees. I'll take them. I I I just think that the Nets. It'd be very difficult for them to catch the Knicks, correct? Yeah, they're three yeah, back. Three back. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't see that games, that's yeah. happening. Well, I mean, it's, I, I feel like the playoff matchups in the East are pretty locked in. What, what the, would you well, got? Boston and uh, Philly. One game apart, right? Yeah, two, three. That's they're the, tied that, in the lost column. They're tied that's in the lost column. Yeah. yeah, and they play each other again before the end of the season. How, how much of a how much? Actually, by the way, Brooklyn is only one game back of the Knicks in the lost column. Yeah. Mm. So that's not over. I think. The Knicks are 42 and 31. The Nets are 39 and 32. Do you guys believe that the Cavs have a home court advantage? And how much of a home court advantage do you think it it is worth? Like in the NBA, like when you back in the day, they're one of the better home teams. Like I I think that they're one of the better home. I think that I think it's enough to win the first round playoff series. I don't think it's enough to beat Milwaukee Um, because back in the day when it was Cavs and Warriors, you just knew you weren't going to win. <laughs> yeah, no. Or Roar. Right. It just yeah, was not going to happen. Man. I think it's tough. not enough of an advantage for them to, to feel confident about beating Milwaukee, but it is no. to beat the Knicks or Nets. Okay. What you hope to do against Milwaukee is just hold serve and find a way to steal one. I'm hoping yeah. for an injury. That's the, <laughs> yeah. Well, Cavs got to get past too. the first, I mean, <laughs> Cavs get past the first round. I yeah, mean, I know, and, and, and that's not going to be easy. The Cavs okay. are much more likely to lose in the first round than they are to win in the second round. A, twist, fact. a twisted fact. ankle, a pool hamstring, I'm, I'm, I'm all game for that. I've even talked to God about it. I said, listen, I feel bad about it. I'm not going to ask for the blown out knee yeah. or any surgery. Gian- Giannis only has a ring because – the entire next team got hurt in that yeah, whole that That's the reason. But. Well, they went to game it, seven and lost by an inch without James Harden and Kyrie game. Irving. Hey, watch out. Don't be, don't be up underneath. Don't I hurt. hate when people Root say that out, because you know? people always yeah, say, well, out. if Draymond Green didn't get suspended, the Cavs wouldn't have won. I don't give a shit. It happened. Yeah. I'm not saying they didn't. Matter. I'm just saying they wouldn't. Don't be yeah. such a punk on the court and you wouldn't have been suspended. That's, that's a Grabbing LeBron's balls or whatever. We haven't done final takes in a long, 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 long time. Does anybody want to do one? We've got eight minutes left here. Yeah, hey, before I get in for final takes, we want to remind you guys, 12 o'clock lunch hour, sponsored by Collar Racing. Collar Racing, your mm-hmm. Northeast Ohio NASCAR team. Yeah. Yes, they are. We thought a little tournament we do final takes, doesn't matter. Yeah, I got one let's, each, so. Let's do the tournament for overtime, Mikey, since you're out here today. I sure. thought we, we were going to do we Goodell punt, for overtime. We can punt Goodell. Punt Goodell? I'm making the producer decision. A lot of people here. would like to punt Goodell. I'll, we'll, we'll go with the rest of the people. Okay, so we'll Goodell. do NCAA tournament in overtime. Overtime today, yes. And we'll do final takes now. Yeah, uh, I know Mike said he had a final take before we go went ahead, Mike. I got, I got like ahead, two Mike. half Start final takes, so I'll, I'll do both. Okay. One of the last times I was in this chair, I did a final take on how Cleveland kind of feels like home to me now. I'm starting to make some friends, meet some people, and it's not a uh, stopping ground. And someone had reached out to me, my man Hunter. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. After I did that final take and said, hey, I just moved here as well. You know, what you said really hit home. And he's like, if you ever want to go grab a beer, let's go grab a beer. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm a nice guy. 
I'll, I'll, I'll take you up on that. Let's do it. Hunter's cool as shit. Cool Who's dude. This guy watches the show. Oh. Got a beer with. Just moved here, too. Not from Cleveland. So awesome. now I got my new, my new boy Hunter who plays basketball. So we're going to hoop, uh, hoop together soon. So sometimes weird things like that come in. But, Bull, this is my next one takes for you. Yeah. Getting my first ever massage tonight. Professional massage. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at why, you. Why are you looking to Bull? You, you want take tips? my advice on where to go? I got a gift card somewhere. Oh, so okay. I didn't really have a choice. But you are the massage expert on this panel. Yeah, because it's true. I go every two He's weeks. The Deshaun Watson. Of, of the no. Why did I say that? No, 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 no. Did no, not say you. that. I've but, got no I don't go to <laughs> 7,000 different massages. And, and no, no. I, did, I, looked, I did not want this to go there. I was going to ask a genuine and, and, question. And my penis has never been exposed to a massage therapist. <laughs> hey, now, this, the great thing about it is. Keep it that way. See how. See how That's not what I want this to how, go. See how, how much a difference a year makes. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, one year later, you're like, oh. We're okay. joking about it. We, yeah. like, last year, people would have been on the floor arguing and punching each other. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm not exposed. What are you talking about? Like, that was a whole thing. Look. You know, tell them what to expect. How is yeah, this going to so go down? I, I got a, You've never gone for a massage in your no, life? No, never in my whole life. And it's a deep, What? Not deep even when tissue. you were an athlete? I mean, I got, like, the massage gun, but never, like, uh, Yeah. So how long are you going for? An hour? An hour deep tissue massage. I don't oh, go. brace yourself. Yeah, that's. Well, that, that's some, that's that some, can some, hurt a little. I don't no, do deep does. tissue. Well, that's why I'm asking. I, I do drink yeah. a lot when you're done. Like a lot the, of water? The, yes. The masseuse will tell you, he or she, make sure you drink a lot of water at the end Cheers. and early on when I would get them I'd be like yeah whatever I'm hydrated but it makes a huge huge difference you got to decide also like the, the, it's annoying like with my masseuse she and I talk we're, we become friendly oh really yes I like to talk I don't let me some be pe- but some people don't like <laughs> when my wife gets a massage she don't want to talk at all I'm, I'm like that and most people are that way yeah. I like to chit chat but, uh, but I can't believe Bo likes to talk from fully relaxing oh no uh, it's the best massage ever I fully relax but, uh, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can. You yeah. I, for me, it's relaxing to chit chat. I it like is? to chit chat. Okay, yeah. but uh, you got to decide because if she, sometimes the masseuse will talk to you and you don't want to talk. Yeah, and that's annoying. So here's the nonverbals that you're going to give. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She won't ask you, "Are you okay if I talk?" Most of them just no. do it. Yeah. Or they're very respectful and they'll wait for you to talk. That's right. So if you might say, "How's your day going?" That's that's going to be the cue for her. It's like riding an airplane. Yeah. When you go on an airplane, this is my rule. If you're open for conversation, no hood up, right. no headphones in. If you're not, you throw them in right away. You put that's the right. hood up right away. That's and that's sign. the social cue. Should I bring headphones? Leave me alone. No, no, you nah, don't need to. No, no. She'll have music that's playing. Okay. Yeah. But what, what you can do is you will drive the bus. If you start asking questions, she's like, he's good for conversation. If the music's too loud, I tell, I'm like, turn, can you turn down the music? I, yeah, or you can tell her. They'll, they'll give you, like, new age music. It's okay. massage music. Yeah. yeah. If you have a preference for something else, tell her. She'll also, give you whatever you want. you got to go into it knowing what you want done. Like, if there's a part yeah. of your body you don't he's want right. her to massage, tell her in advance. Or if you're having a real hard time with your back. Right. Not everything is inappropriate for crying out loud. <laughs> you just smile. I don't yeah. like. I don't like until I trust <laughs> the massage therapist. I don't let them touch my neck. I don't oh really? Li- I don't like my neck to be touched. Now with my massage therapist, now I've been going to her for six months. I'm comfortable with her. I trust her. So now she does my neck. That's interesting. But I don't like to tr- with a new person do, do my neck. The other some- thing is, if you like, like I said, if you if you're open for conversation, you ask questions. Yes. If you're not, and she asks questions, one word answer. Yes, and she'll get yes, to yes And no. she'll get. It's yeah. just like a gotcha. cab ride, an Uber ride. Okay. It's the okay. same thing. 
you are what you're going to get what you put out. That's right. So just know that. So so let's let's be clear. Like, see, they don't, what they won't tell you is, um, as you start single, you can get that off. But as you matriculate and get older, I can't get none of that off. There is no, there is no, <laughs> like what that was part about? of, yeah. that was part of the prenuptial agreements. What do you mean? Uh, under, she, I was like, I was telling during the Watson thing. I was like, I was telling my wife. I say, yo, yeah. Man, I need to get some of these massages. She's like, no, you do not. You get no massage. If you want massage, I give you massage. <laughs> oh, so she's got a no massage. Oh, what hey, you look. mean? No, no, no what about, I go for a massage. I'm married. Oh, yeah, I don't, my, my wife has no, no problem with that. Yeah. I have I, no problem with her getting a massage. Yeah. Uh, Why no, would I? No, no, no. Well, you, you, she doesn't want another woman to put hands yeah, on. That's you. it. Yeah. You, you don't have a track record I got. Zebra's <laughs> like, got the voice once getting like his wife's tone of voice. Like, you got the track record. <laughs> Y'all got her. History's like, a bitch like, sometimes, like, yo, isn't it? Like, like listen, uh-uh, no, 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 no. You, mm. you, and you way too friendly. You talk too much. You be in there telling all your life story. And obviously, I didn't know that you couldn't be telling, talking to people in there. You be, that's a whole relationship. <laughs> yeah, she would be like me, chit-chat. If yeah, you ain't got no clothes on and yeah. you sitting there talking about your whole life story, that's a relationship. Like, <laughs> pretty intimate you, one. You I mean, you're laying there, you know, <laughs> yeah. what you came into the world with. Let me ask you this: Are you gonna are, are you gonna um, start conversation, or are you you want it, you want peace and quiet? I'm gonna see how like because people said deep tissue hurts. It does hurt. So yeah. I'm gonna see how yeah. much it hurts for. Don't I start be afraid talking. to tap out too. By the way, <laughs> by tap out, I mean no, come on now, guys. By tap out, I mean if if it's going too hard, yeah, and yeah, yeah. too painful. Just, See? you know, say, okay, I'm good right there. <laughs> One time I got a massage that was so bad <laughs> that I stopped just, it halfway I'm through. I'm just chilling. I just want my Wow. It was Did you go man. to the bullpen? You wanted a I'm second just I, I just said, it. you know, I got to get going. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I basically <laughs> was like, I got to get going. <laughs> I know like, I scheduled I an hour. Can I come here for a sec? Yeah. yeah. By the way, I just really want to thank G for this uh, barbershop merch, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look, my man. Yeah. And G, you wanted you texted oh, us, but I can't yeah. get it into tag board pass. Steve's enough. got oh. wearing his. Mike's wearing one today. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna wear mine later G this week. He got one for my son. He was excited. I was to school. I today. was trying to show it. I was trying to show it. Shout out to Aaron for holding the barbershop down in school. Yeah, like that's a bit. I got emotional because I was like, man, you know how sometimes you give somebody something they won't wear because it. it's whack. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, they actually wore it. It's not whack. Anthony, no, it looks Anthony great. Put the camera under My wife Steve. loved hers, too. Yeah, he was well. very I was like, It's great. Thank you very I, much. Hey, man, okay, okay, so shout out to Dr. you guys. Steve's got his G. Bush stuff for, on. For, for representing yeah, it, and true. I appreciate y'all, man. What is the, um, the, the mascot's name Name again? My, my mascot's name is, is Paxton. Paxton but this the is, you know, I, I, you know, I, I didn't How did you settle on Paxton? Um, Alliteration? Alliteration? Overtime's coming up. Because it, it sounds like uh, it's blazing a little bit. Paxton, it could be anything. It's white guy, black guy. Okay. It just works well. All right. Uh, overtime. We're talking about the NCAA tournament. Peace. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.